Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph for a chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph and you are listening to episode 78, all about the fire element. And I have a guest co-host today who is Tara. Tara's here. Uh, She is back again. This is not the first one that she's come back for, but um, she is back again to chat about the fire element because um, this is the second in our elemental series and we have two more to go and Tara really wanted to do the elements this year and so she really wanted to come back for each of these elements episodes to talk to you guys about elemental magic. (laughs) Yes, one of my goals this year was to focus more on or refocus on elemental magic. When I first started, I loved elemental magic. That's what I primarily did. Um, And then as my practice grew and changed, I kind of went away and I I missed some of it. So I was really excited to do these. So Steph graciously is is letting me uh, co-host the special element episodes. (laughs) And we uh, did line these up and plan them out to be according to the seasons they're associated with instead of, you know, doing them all in a row and having one month of elements they are spread out so obviously fire is the summer element so that is why we planned this for when we did (laughs) and by we I mean Tara Tara planned out like the dates of all of the elements at the beginning of the year she's like this this makes sense with this season so we have to do it on this date yes that is how we did that (laughs) now we have lots to talk about with the fire element different correspondences and how to work with it but the first thing that we are going to start with as we always do, is fire safety. (laughs) Yes, very important, guys. We have talked about this a lot in different episodes, but in case you've never heard an episode before and this is the first one you're listening to, we're going to go over fire safety again (laughs) because Mm -hmm. we don't want anybody starting a wildfire or coming back and and saying that they burned down their house because they did some like fire magic that they heard about on this. So fire safety, always have something around you that you can put the fire out with. Yes, (laughs) that's a fire extinguisher That's or water what? um never leave fire unattended mm-hmm. always need to be like watching your candle or your bonfire if it's like a long burning candle maybe you need to plan your spell around snuffing it out or burning it for like a couple of days or just ending it when you snuff it out and use it for a different spell anything like that so the fire is not unattended and very, very important and um don't do fire magic outside if you are in a drought okay (laughs) I I don't know why that's necessary to tell adults that but apparently it is so stop starting wildfires for the love of god stop stop doing firework outside when there is a drought or you live in a dry area just don't do it and summer is very dry and there are a lot of droughts so keep something nearby if you're going to do it outside either wet the area before you even get started or just bring it indoors and always have like a bucket of water multiple buckets of water if you need to if you're having a big bonfire um have a fire extinguisher whatever it is that you need to be able to put the fire out because we want you to be safe first and foremost yes and if you think you need multiple ways to control the fire do it get a hose get a bucket get a fire extinguisher get everything that you need to feel comfortable that it's not gonna you're not gonna lose control of the fire yes and fire is very cleansing it is an element that can be used for purification things like that but it's also Mm -hmm. very destructive yes that's part of like the power 
Um, and the part of the thing that you want to balance with this fire element um, is this sort of destructive, powerful energy. And that's part of what you don't want to let get out of control in more ways than one. So. Yes, very, very true. So fire safety. Okay, now that that's, you know, out of the way, <laughs> I feel a little bit better. And I also always say this, that my husband is a fireman. So, you know, thanks for keeping him employed, but we really would rather you didn't. <laughs> honestly, he'll still be employed if you don't purposely start fires. Like, so yeah, think common sense. I know that's not common anymore. Um, but common sense safety rules are really essential when working with this element. So just kind of think, hey, could this hurt someone or something? Another thing is uh, if you have a pet, watch out. My dog is not smart. And if he sees a fire, he tries to go towards it because, again, not smart. So make sure that when you're keeping an eye on the flame, you're also keeping an eye on anything that might disturb the flame, scatter the flame, burn like your animals. (laughs) Or your children. There's a very fun video of my first birthday party where I... uh was supposed to blow out the candle and my dad held me close to it and I reached out and put it out with my fingers. So kids too, kids do it too. Um, Yeah. Pets too. Just make sure that, you know, it's in a contained space Um, for candles. Just make sure they're not wobbly. I know we all like to use taper candles and spell candles and we have them in their little holders, but you may need to like melt the bottom a little bit to get it to really stick in that holder. Wobbly Mm -hmm. is not good. Set curtains on fire that way. So And I always like to make sure that it's in a really clear space. So I'll clean off my whole counter before I put um, the candles out. Because then if it were to fall for whatever reason, which thankfully, knock on wood, has not happened to me yet. But if it does fall, there's nothing to catch in the immediate area either. We definitely do not need any of that, guys. No, not at all. So So we are going to get into the correspondences this is where Tara really shines <laughs> you know tell you most of these um, but in general when you think about fire and working with fire and what we're about to tell you remember that it has three different aspects to fire and how you can work with it and that is of course the fire itself but also the mm-hmm. smoke and the ash so if some of these seem like they don't really fit your idea of like the flame of a candle. Just remember that there are those two other aspects that you can be working with when it comes to fire as well. And if you're working with smoke, do be aware if you're in an interior space, they can set off your smoke detectors. So make sure you know where that smoke is going and have a plan for that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I've had smoke detectors go off and it's super annoying and disruptive to your spell work. (laughs) It really does. Yeah. Really messes things up. So uh, general associations with fire, the deity is the god. The energy is more masculine. Uh, Season is summertime. Warmth, heat. Think of all the fire and summer correspondences that way. Uh, The direction it's normally associated with is south. Colors. This one uh, we've talked about in a lot of different episodes, but red, gold, crimson, orange, white. These uh, associated stones gems um yeah because the colors of fire you can change fire to other colors but these are the predominant ones that are associated with the element and the power of fire for zodiac signs it's aries leo and sagittarius wow i made that pronunciation weird Uh, (laughs) tools include the wand or the athame athame um i always use an athame when i'm working with fire energy 
but I love myathame as I've talked about before. A lot of people find the wand, particularly wooden wands, uh, to carry a really good fire energy. If you are working with a wooden wand and fire energy, please be careful and don't light it on fire. Depending on your tradition, it may also involve candles directly. Um, most fire spells do involve fire itself. So a candle, incense, something like that, or the smoke from them. So things that burn, baby. <laughs> so candles can be used as adjuncts to the magic. They can enhance the atmosphere for spell work, or they can actually be the primary focus. So candles are used in a ton of fire spell work and uh, capturing that energy. So we've also talked about some different spells where you might write the spell down and you burn it as part of your magical working. And that helps release the spell into the universe. So magic is both destructive, but it's also creative energy because things are created through the flames. Famously, we've got the phoenix as a mythical creature associated with flames and fire magic. But as Steph said, ash is also really useful in a lot of spell work. And you can't get ash without fire. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. True. <laughs> so those are some of the main associations with fire. Um, yeah, there's lots and lots, guys. <laughs> Fire's super they're, easy to work with. Yeah, there are definitely a ton of correspondences. Like the crystals associated with fire are uh, the ones in the color family that Tara mentioned. Mm -hmm. So that would be fire opal, red jasper, barrel, hematite, bloodstone, citrine, anything that's in that red, orange, yellow family. Yep. And the spirits associated with fire, Tara mentioned the phoenix, also dragons. Dragons are mm -hmm. obviously hugely popular for their fire <laughs> energy. And as we mentioned in the last episode, every element has what's called an elemental, an elemental mm -hmm. spirit. And for fire, it's actually the salamander. Yeah. Which is supposed to burst into flame. Yes. Which salamanders actually exist. So uh, the they other elemental. Often burst into flame. <laughs> yeah. The other elemental spirits don't. Um, exist in this this realm they're not like an actual animal um but for salamanders those actually exist so you can work with a salamander <laughs> they're super cute guys they're like little newts but with rounder faces and the other animals associated are lions tigers bees lizards close to salamanders but not the same thing mm -hmm. sharks scorpions and ladybugs and scorpions are actually on the water list as well i know lots about scorpions because i am a scorpio and i love them i'm terrified of scorpions to be to be clear but i love them i love the idea of you that. love so them from afar i love them from afar and they are associated <laughs> with the water element as well but obviously they have a lot of fiery energy to them too and they're you know desert dwellers so makes sense that they are on both lists <laughs> mm -hmm. um what else do we have plants are uh, allspice, basil, cinnamon, garlic, juniper, hibiscus, nettle, onion, poppies, peppers, and thistles. But there's like way more that I did not mention. There are a ton of fire element plants and They're herbs. Basically, any plant that can sting or harm you. Yeah, like anything that's really like spicy. that potent. Yeah, yeah, spicy. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the Time of day is noon. So summertime and noon. Get it? When it's hot. 
<laughs> when it sounds like the height of the sun's energy. So mm-hmm. that is the best time. Um, and the ruling planets are the sun, of course, which is not a planet, but you know what I mean, and <laughs> Mars. <laughs> and Mars, the red planet. So, of course, that makes sense as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tarot suit that is connected to this is wands. So when wands comes up in your tarot reading that is associated with fire, just like Tara said, um, using wands in general, like an actual physical wand represents fire to a lot of Wiccans. It's also that is the um, tarot suit that corresponds as well. So wands is like that, you know, fiery energy, creative stuff that comes forth in your tarot reading. Uh, But there are a lot of different ways that you can connect with fire we oh, talked yeah, about <laughs> yeah we talked about um you know bonfires of course and fire safety and things like that and candles are probably the easiest way i would say mm-hmm. that's which is connect with fire using the fire element in general or just feeling a closer connection with that element because i think a lot of us uh have one that we're stronger with correct um it's oftentimes based on your sun sign but not always uh, mine is cause mine's water, but a lot of people don't feel like the closest connection to that. So, I mean, could be any one of them across the board, but I think we all have one that's kind of like more dominant and mm-hmm. we tend to, um, reach for that when we are doing our spell work, which we feel more comfortable with it. But I really like the idea of balance and balancing all the elements. And I think that's important in elemental magic. If you're like going down that route. Correct. Is really to balance all four of them and use all four of them. And I think in Wicca, it's five, right? Spirit is it's five. Spirit yeah. is five. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Spirit is what. When we were talking about this, we we're talking about like the four, but um, in Wiccan tradition, spirit is also included in there as an element to work with. But uh, yeah, balance is really important. So if you don't feel as connected to fire, then some good ways to sort of, you know, get your feet wet, so to speak, <laughs> um, is to use a candle because there are a lot of different ways that that little candle can get you fire magic and get you yeah feeling like you're actually connected to that element so there's you know the process of burning it but you can also do fire scrying which is where Mm -hmm. you stare into the flame as it's like dancing around and the different colors or how it moves will tell you different things um because different uh, fires and different materials were burn different colors which is kind of fun and just the way that the candle flame dances around but also the way that the wax melts down the candle and the um, wax when it pools and the candle is totally out and you have all that wax left which is why a lot of uh, witches will burn it on a particular surface or on tinfoil to be able to collect all of that wax and it makes a pattern and a lot of witches will do wax readings that way so mm-hmm. as, as it drips and as the like picture or whatever that it makes when yeah. it settles down. Yeah. So lots of different ways to work with a candle. And I think that's one of the um, way, one of the ways that witches most like to connect with the fire element. Yep. But I think also one that doesn't cost you anything is working with the sun. The sun's so easy, guys. It's there. 
pretty much every day. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> which is funny because as we're recording, this is actually raining in Chicago. So there is no sun at this very moment. But in general, uh, it's sunny here. <laughs> <laughs> sunny in Iowa. In general, this is the time, this season to be working with this sun energy. Yes. And it doesn't cost you anything. And it's also a great way if you are in the broom closet and nobody knows that you are practicing witchcraft. I know candles are kind of one of those things that everybody has them and uses them. So other people in your life won't necessarily know you're using it for witchcraft perfect purpose, mm-hmm. but um, the sun for sure is just everybody is out enjoying sunshine. All you have to do is be, you know, outdoors or <laughs> laying outside and nobody's going to think that that's witchcraft in any way that you're just out there getting a tan. So there are lots of different ways to um, work with the sun and work with sun energy. But just in general, if you're feeling like the fire element is missing out of your life you want to connect with it a little bit more than getting out in the sunshine is like the cheapest easiest way to do that (laughs) yeah and it's super easy to really connect to uh with the sun you just go outside feel the heat absorb the power and light um if you're like me you won't tan but make sure you wear sunblock so you don't burn because that is that's where destructive fire elements come in that hurts (laughs) but uh yeah, the sun's energy is so useful and it's definitely a fiery elemental power and magic that you can use. And it's abundant right now. Well, at least Ryan. It is. And depending on what you're looking for, what type of spells that you want to cast, then instead of making moon water, you can also make sun water or sun mm-hmm. tea. Those are very popular things because it's uh, sort of opposite of what you would get with moon water. Yep. So different phases of the moon have all of these different associations that we've talked about, but sun water or sun tea really has a lot of um, energy, strength, power. If you're looking for, you know, passion, um, self-healing, self-knowledge, all of those things are ruled by the sun. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, this is a, like a great time if you need more, you know, courage, enthusiasm, willpower. Um, it's associated with this time, which, I think is really interesting because I think this is the time when people have completely forgotten what they've set as New Year's goals. Yep. This is about that time. (laughs) That was six months ago. Nobody even knows what they were talking about (laughs) six months ago. But also if you've been like keeping it up and you are really great at the beginning of the year or maybe like even through this first half of the year and you're starting to wane on your willpower and enthusiasm, then just getting out in the sunshine, that's what the sun and the fire element is all about, um, will help you to increase that enthusiasm and willpower and get you back on track to um, finishing these goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. So that's why I think it's really interesting that it comes up. It's this like midway point. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, the sun's out to do something productive. Well, and as kind of a sneaky way, I do sun tea all summer long. And uh, you can add caffeine, but I think sun tea, even without caffeine, I do a rose and a lavender sun tea. And I think both of those are really just rejuvenating and like give you so much energy without that caffeine kick or the caffeine crash. So yeah, that's, that is nice. Yeah. And sun tea is super easy, by the way, if you have no idea, if you have no idea what we're talking about, it literally is water and tea left out in the sun. Yeah. (laughs) You leave it out for a few hours, the water heats up in the sunlight, and you have tea. (laughs) Yeah. So instead of like, you know, usually you put a tea or a tea bag in and add boiling water, instead of Mm -hmm. doing that, the sun is heating it for you to make the tea. So, yeah. 
super easy and it's super effective. Uh, something I also like to do is if you're doing any um, magical cooking or magics involved in baking or cooking, get a grill. This is the perfect season to be grilling. I grill pretty much every day when I can in the summertime. But if you're doing any of your Sabbath meals or anything like that, it's so easy to just add a grill element. And then you have your fire element baked right into your festivities. Yeah, exactly. We do a lot of grilling. Um, I have gotten a little bit better at it because I don't eat meat. So that, you know, gets rid of most of of the things you cook on a grill. Um, But my husband eats meat and loves to grill. So as long as I like sort of prep something vegetarian, he will put it on the grill and cook it for me. Um, So as a sneaky way to get him to feed me, um, I bought him a book um, on Amazon called how to grill anything. <laughs> it's, it's huge. It's like a hardcover book. It's like a lot of pages. Um, but it has tons of recipes in it. And then it also has how to cook all kinds of, like, I mean, all the meats, all like the various details involved in that, but also tons of vegetables, side dishes, appetizers, and desserts. That's awesome. <laughs> I know it's so nice. So I'm like, Oh, here's this nice book to help make everything better but really it's like self-serving those are my favorite kind of gifts to gifts because I'm a brat I love it (laughs) so he loves being outside in the sun he is a cancer so a July baby and absolutely loves the sunshine and this is his element and his weather and everything Um, so he is not a practicing witch by any means but I just feel like when he's out there grilling and zoned out and like just watching the grill and the fire like to me that's witchcraft like he's just in his element thinking his own thoughts like doing his meditation in front of like the grill and like watching the flames and stuff like that's witchcraft he just doesn't accept it as such but (laughs) i know the truth (laughs) and i think Um, that's true of a lot of people (laughs) yeah i think it is so yes i uh i definitely agree with tara that grilling can be um a great way to work with the fire element in more ways than one Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) kitchen magic in general is ideal for this even if you're doing it you know indoors uh then it doesn't have to be uh something like on the stove but putting in the in the oven works too for fire magic and it's just like about the heat and the energy and food Mm -hmm. in general is energy that's literally what food is calories are energy to energize your body and that's all about what the fire element is um so I think doing any sort of kitchen magic is definitely a great way to work with the fire element and bring it yeah. into, into your kitchen. It's my yeah. favorite way. <laughs> yeah. Tara is definitely food motivated. Yes. Very <laughs> much so. Me and my dog are both very food motivated. So uh, her, she's definitely like the, the kitchen witch and doing like making all of the stuff and really incorporating that into her witchcraft practice. She excels in that area. So. Thank you. <laughs> my passion. I, I love a little magic with my food. Or a little food with our magic, depending. <laughs> uh, that is definitely a fun way to do it. And there's like a lot of different levels of yeah, kitchen magic. You can make it sure. really, really simple to like just get started. And I think that's one of the easiest places if you are brand new to witchcraft is yeah. to start with kitchen magic. It's very simple. So eat a cup of water and make yourself a magical cup of tea. Super simple process, super effective, but gets you used to sort of working with energy and directing the energy into the cup and everything Mm -hmm. like that. So it's very simple way to get started and work with the elements. And if you need more information on 
incorporating these elements, then definitely check out over on Patreon. I have um, a post. I don't, if it's not live yet, it will be soon about bringing all of the elements into your home. And as I do talk about that, that fire is associated with the kitchen and different ways that you can bring more of the fire element into your kitchen magic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is definitely on there if you are interested in that. And I also have a video on um, like a tarot spread of how to pull tarot cards to see which elements are out of balance in your life and um, tips on how to bring them into balance. So that has been up for a while. So if you're interested in sort of this idea of elemental magic, then definitely check that out. And And if you are interested in elemental magic, I definitely recommend listening to our previous episode and our later two episodes, because as Steph has mentioned, and I totally agree with balance is the key to elemental magic. You, you can work with one exclusively, but balance is going to make everything so much better and more effective. And just, it's going to help you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned in a couple episodes ago that with each sort of topic, I'm going to recommend uh, additional resources that will be helpful. So like books specifically. So if you want to head over to witchwednesdays.com, I'm going to have my recommendations, anything that Tara has to make working with the fire fire element a little easier. So any like books and elemental magic that we have to recommend, um, anything about supplies that you can work with, candles, of course, but if you cannot be burning a candle, they have apps for your phone for that. Yes, they do. Talked about that before that if you can't have a candle for your witchcraft or have an open flame for whatever reason, they do have apps for your phone that have like the flame that will just dance on your screen. And that works too. And just the little uh, electric candles that you just flip a switch and it has like a flickering flame and everything. And it looks like a candle, but it's just electric. And you can get those scented as well as you can have magic control over the colors. So if you want like a particular candle, and you want a specific color for spell work, I've used those back when I could not have candles in my place because I lived in an apartment and they would have kicked me out. Yeah, and then you can set it to what color that you mm-hmm. need for that specific, specific spell. So yep. we'll definitely have those linked on the website so you can check them out if you are in that situation, which a lot we've of both are. lived in apartments, we're familiar, <laughs> <laughs> dorm yeah. rooms, things like that. Been yeah. there. <laughs> but yes, I'll link the uh, app too to help you with that and um i will get tara's recommendations for any uh her favorite kitchen magic books uh we'll link to uh she's recommended some before but i know she has more i do i actually have one open uh on my lap currently i was like "Ooh, do i want to share some of this stuff (laughs) 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 so maybe i'll just uh, send you the information and you can link it for them (laughs) because i i legit do have a book on my lap right now (laughs) But I think that's everything that I have to share about the fire element. Is there anything else you want to add, Tara? The only last thing I wanted to add is we talked a lot about the destructive force and the creative force, but fire can also be a comfort. So if you are feeling down or out of balance and your fire element um, is where you're weakest at or what you're feeling out of balance in, don't be afraid just to light a candle and take comfort in the warmth of the flame, the light that it brings. Cause it is actually a comfort thing too. Like I remember so many days like in winter when you just want to light a fire and sit in front of it and watch it. I even am that nerdy person that will turn on like the Amazon prime free fireplace 
screen. <laughs> I, I can't comfort it. I love it. So for all the disruptive and creative force and the um, push of energy that fire brings you, it also can be a comfort. So don't forget that when you're working with fire. If you're out of balance and you're just like, I'm just tired, take comfort in fire as well. <laughs> yeah, it can definitely give you that pep. And obviously it's been used that way for so long uh, yeah. before we had electricity and gas to heat our homes. It was just, you know, the fire in the center of the hearth of the home to heat mm-hmm. everything for years to cook and to heat. It was like the center of the home. It was um, for many, many reasons. Um, but that is part of it. It's it's the comfort. It's the purification. Um, and yeah, of course, the destruction. <laughs> yeah, power, gotta but, be careful, guys. But yeah, I, I do think it's an element um, that pays to be balanced. So yes. I this use it for, I, yeah, yeah, all of those things. I don't like to use it just for that like powerful destructive energy. I think it can be used across a variety of reasons. Yes, um, but yeah, candles for comfort are definitely one one for me. Yeah, um, I light them just to to set the mood of a space. And mm-hmm. that mood is like comfortable, peaceful at home um, feeling, not a p- feeling of power. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good point. Very good. <laughs> well, I just wanted to throw that in there because we talked a lot about like giving yourself energy and this and that. And I'm like, it can be comforting too. Fire is very versatile, which is why I personally love it. Fire it is fire. very, <laughs> it is very versatile. Well, and that is all we have for you this week hope you enjoyed um hearing from tara again you know it's been a couple of of episodes now since you have heard from her so Mm -hmm. hope you enjoyed hearing her voice again yeah hopefully (laughs) i'll be back again so hopefully it's not too bad yeah hopefully it's not too bad because she is back again we're we're committed that she's coming back again so (laughs) hopefully it wasn't too bad for you yeah hopefully not (laughs) that is all we have for you this week and i will see you back next week to talk about reversing a spell see you then bye guys your brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine and caffeine Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Need even more witchcraft? Subscribe to Patreon for exclusive bonus content three times a week and order Sabbath boxes and other supplies at witchwednesdays.com. Be sure to follow on Instagram at witchwednesdays podcast.